2: Welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry Live. Mike is the name of the show. What do you think about that last conversation we had? Could you see or could you support uh, or could you conceive of? You think it's real. There might be a Romney Bloomberg unity ticket. Mitt Romney. Yeah, Utah's Mitt Romney running for the president alongside uh, Michael Bloomberg. Uh, so much would have to happen uh, for that to come to fruition. Uh, but let me know what you think about it. 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. 57500. Right now, we're going to talk to uh, a good friend of mine, Dave Cauley. He's on the line joining us from Washington. Uh, Dave, sir, how are you?
1: I'm very well, Lee. How about yourself today?
2: I'm well, thank you. Uh, Dave is the host of the COLD podcast. You know all about that. It covers the Susan Powell story in intimate detail. He's covered all the bases, uh, and the story continues. Dave, before we go on, I need to tell you something. I had a conversation uh, at the top of the hour with a woman named Melanie Herring. She is the woman from Tooele County who, along with her husband, were on that coronavirus ship. Her husband now quarantined in Japan. She quarantined at Travis Air Force Base. In California, I had a, a conversation with her, and I asked her. Uh, I said, "What? Uh, how are you feeling in your time?" And she said, "Oh, I'm listening to podcasts and audio books." And I said, "Well, tell me specifically what are you listening to?" And uh, she told me. She said, "Well, I'm listening to Cold. It's about this Susan." P-. I said, "I know all about it." <laughs> I know all about it, and uh, and if you download our app at the, uh, just before three o'clock, I'll be speaking to the host of that program, uh, Dave Colley. So we're having that chat now, sir. So
1: uh, folks in quarantine are listening to you, <laughs> but nothing um, well, else. Well, that's you know, um, glad they have options, right? There you go. Uh,
2: tell us, uh, tell us what you are observing today and the context behind it.
1: Right. So I'm up here at the Pierce County Superior Court in Tacoma. What's going on here today is Susan's parents, Chuck and Judy Cox, uh, they finally have their chance after years and years of trying to take their argument in front of a jury. And basically their argument is that their grandsons, uh, Susan Powell's sons, Charlie and Braden, who were killed by their father, Josh Powell, on February 5th of 2012, uh, that, that that should have never occurred because the children at the time were in the protective custody of the state of Washington. And uh, ultimately, they are alleging in this lawsuit that it was it was negligence on the part of the social workers. Uh, who they argue had a responsibility to protect Charlie and Braden from their father uh, that allowed them to go to his house on a supervised visit on that Super Bowl Sunday where Josh then uh, attacked and and killed his sons. Um, The state of Washington on the other hand is putting on a defense arguing that uh, the social workers did everything they could with the information that they had, that ultimately Josh Powell was the only one who was responsible for the murders of the children and that uh, ultimately the state shouldn't be forced to pay what could end up being a uh, judgment in the magnitude of tens of millions of dollars.
2: Are the Coxes after a specific amount? Is there motivation to change the system in the process? W- what would they like to see uh, come about uh, as a result of this lawsuit?
1: we we had a really interesting glimpse into that question during the opening arguments today uh the the plaintiffs susan's parents their attorney basically argued that they want uh a high enough dollar damage that the state of washington will be forced to reconsider the way in which it handles uh, cases such as this where you have children who are uh potentially at risk from a parent um as it is the law in washington uh requires social workers to work toward Identification, uh with a parent. Uh, this case was complicated because, of course, Josh Powell, while suspected of being involved in his wife's disappearance and, and likely murder, had never actually been arrested, had never actually been charged with a crime, and the case in Utah, the investigation was all under a court seal. So they really didn't have all of the details that we now know, looking back, uh, regarding you know Josh and Susan's relationship and the domestic abuse that was occurring there. Um, So what their attorney argued in front of the jury today was that they want $5 million per minute that each of the children suffered uh, conscious before their death so between the time when when josh brutally attacked them and i'm being careful here because it, it got into some very sure. uh, uh stomach turning details but basically that they, that they feel that uh they're hoping the jury will give five million dollars per minute per child that they were conscious after the attack uh, before their death and a rough calculation would put that north of, of 50 million dollars
2: and the the state is defending itself, saying that no procedures, in fact, were followed, and it was uh, the the guilt of only the perpetrator that should be, or the perpetrator alone should be held responsible.
1: Yeah, and and it's it's going to get very in the weeds. This is a, a trial that's expected to run uh, several.
0: Find us at KSLPodcast.com. Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.
2: I think we lost Dave Colley there. He's reporting from Washington and Pierce County Superior Court. Both sides of this case have presented their opening statements. The attorney for the Cox family, they in the upcoming days will begin to call witnesses. And uh, this trial, as you heard, Dave Cauley, describing who is expected to last for four weeks. Uh, Judge Stanley Rumbaugh is presiding. And uh, again, fascinating uh, details there. Dave, uh, a moment ago you are telling us uh, that this trial is expected to last for weeks and that the details will be varied. What can we expect to see over the course of these four weeks?
1: You know, I think what we're going to hear based on what uh, we've heard from the attorney so far is you can expect that the, the law enforcement officers from the Pierce County Sheriff's Office, the ones who, you know, helped West Valley police serve that search warrant at Steve Powell's home, they are going to take the stand. Uh, we expect that we will actually hear from all of the individual social workers who handled this case, who up until now, uh, and including in the cold podcast, were not able to talk uh, because of this litigation the state of Washington, they've not been able to really share their perspective on what happened. Uh, so that should be a fascinating insight into the decision-making that was happening behind the scenes. Uh, you know, a lot of this was documented very well, and in the podcast, we did rely on those documents from the state of Washington. Uh, there was an, a formal inquest that actually happened after the, the murders uh, to determine whether or not, from the state's point of view, uh, there was any lapse in judgment or any uh, failing on the part of the social workers. Uh, the board that was convened ultimately decided that there was not. But that's a different uh, question than is now being put before this jury.
2: You, sir, uh, for, you know, during your work on the cold podcast and other reporting, you have uh, become very familiar with the characters in this story, including Chuck and Judy Cox and their attorney and Bremner. How are the Coxes holding up? How, how how are they these days? How do they fill their days?
1: You know, it's difficult to say, um, in part because as this trial goes on, obviously they don't want to do anything, say anything that's going to uh, cause any problems. So uh, they are politely telling the media at this point that they they can't talk, uh, so it's probably going to be a while until we hear. Uh, But I can share this with you. As I was sitting in the courtroom this morning and their attorney started into describing the details of the murders of their grandsons, uh, Chuck and Judy both, they stood up and they walked out. And you can understand why this is going to be a case that delves into some very uh, graphic minute by minute, almost second by second accounting of Josh Powell's final day. And uh, for people like Chuck and Judy Cox, who, you know, they loved their their grandsons, as you would expect they would. They love their daughter. They still want to know where she's at Uh, to to be forced to sit and listen to those details recounted. has to be painful and you can see it on their faces um, they feel that it's important uh, clearly through the statements that they've made previously and in their court filings that that uh, something changed so that nobody else have to go through the, the same type of pain that they are experiencing even today
2: Dave call is sharing his observations and his reporting from Washington as this trial uh, commences where the Cox family has filed lawsuit against the state of Washington over the handling of of the child custody case against Josh Powell. Dave, sir, I'm grateful to you for your reporting. I'm grateful to you for for sharing all this with us, and I look forward to touching base with you as this trial continues.
1: Thank you, Lee. We'll be in touch. Very Appreciate good.
2: Uh, Dave Cauley, host of The Cold Podcast, a fascinating true crime podcast uh, that we are all familiar with. We here in the state of Utah followed the Susan Powell case from day one. And uh, Dave Conley has put together a fantastic podcast, which walks through all the details. And as you can see here, the story uh, continues. Dave will continue to report on that. Just about through with today's program, I'm so grateful to you for uh, listening to all the varied topics we covered today. We started things off with uh, maybe the most important of topics, and it is your right to vote today here in the state of Utah on the eve of of, of Super Tuesday, March 3rd. We're now one of those states here in the state of Utah. Early voting in person, early voting commences. Today. day uh, and you can go online you can find your polling location you can show up and you can cast your primary uh, ballot that's both for the republicans and the democrats and on that topic tomorrow there will be a debate the democrats are getting back together in nevada and for the first time on the debate stage mayor michael bloomberg after after tomorrow night's debate he's gonna hop on a plane and fly up here to utah and we'll follow that thoroughly throughout the rest of this week. Next up, with added coverage of all these events, Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon
1: News here on KSL News Radio.
0: Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night.
1: Two teenage kids doing
0: what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was senseless. And I will never understand it. I will never accept it. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at the letterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.